0: Welcome to the prepared homestead podcast this is your host here travis maddox thank you all for stopping by and listening today to the show Uh, we've got a lot of stuff to cover and and just just a lot going on Uh, the world is just it's getting pulled apart i mean that that's that's just the truth of it you know the our whole society our, our civilization we are watching it fall apart folks i mean fall apart so, we're going to get into some things today talking about that, talking about food and and you know, is our food safe anymore to eat? And I'm not talking unhealthy. I'm talking on a on a molecular level. Is it contaminating your DNA? Is it affecting you personally? Is it, it is there a spiritualness to this? We'll talk about that, uh, a few other things and how how really this this everything that's going on. It's 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 deeper than just disrupting and resetting things. It's really about about destroying everything that God has created and what he has made. Uh, we're going to get into that here and all in just a minute. Wanted to give a shout out to the folks that are listening to 101.3 FM in Owensville, Missouri. Um, and there are also a f- bunch of you listening on Missouri Freedom. That's... Um, Missouri Mo um, Liberty Radio. Sorry, not Freedom, Liberty. Mo Rib- Liberty Radio. Um, this coming Monday night, September 11th, uh, I will be speaking in Owensville. So, for those of you that are listening tonight, they're in Owensville, Missouri. Um, Monday, September 11th, uh, I have been invited to speak at a community meeting. So, um, you can come out and, and see me, hear me, talk to me, shake my hand. Uh, we're we're going to talk about community preparedness and why it's important and what uh, small communities need to be doing to get ready. So enjoy uh, doing that and hope to meet many of you there that night. Uh, also, before we get started, I want to mention to you that um, if you are still working on your preparations, which everybody should be, Uh, you can find some pretty good deals on emergency freeze-dried food. Now, I know it's not the only food you need to be buying. Uh, You need to be stocking up on stuff from the store, dry goods. Uh, You need to be growing your own food, preserving it, learning how to can it, how to freeze-dry it yourself if you're able to, Uh, dehydrate it. That's not hard. You know, Preserving it, fermenting it, things like that. Uh, But for those of you that are looking for a a very economical source uh, for freeze dried emergency food you can go to preparewithtravis.com um, there there's everything from one week food supply uh, buckets all the way up to one year uh, food supply and they're they're running some really great deals right now on the one month and the three month food supply so i would recommend you go to preparewithtravis.com today and and see what you can get and you know if there's not something on there today uh, that that just suits your fancy, you know try back in a few days or a week or so because there's 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 specials There's daily specials weekly specials all the time uh, on that site. So prepare with Travis I'm telling you folks um, Man, it's it, I, I'll tell you let me tell you this. I have been making videos uh, on these various subjects of preparedness and homesteading and self-sufficiency and what's going on in the world. Some of you have listened to me for years. Some of you are brand new. So if you're brand new and you, and this is your first experience with me, I, I there's there's years worth of videos of me talking about this and various other preparedness and homesteading and, and just, you know, purpose in life and spiritual subjects over on YouTube at the Prepared Homestead. Uh, but, you would think, after doing this for the years that I've done it, uh, the, the the literally thousands of videos and audio stuff that I've, I've created, and the fact that there's so much stuff going on in the world today, you would think that this would get easier and easier. That it'd be like, well, I'm, I don't have to really... I don't have to really find something to talk about, you know, I mean, you just get online and you get on Twitter or you get on somewhere else, you know, any of these various you know news sources and, well, you can just find a thousand things to talk about. Well, that's the problem. There's so much going on out there, even for someone like myself that's been doing this for years, it's becoming overwhelming. it It is becoming overwhelming on how to, you know, put it all together. And, and it's there's just so many different areas and so many different attacks, so many different psyops, uh, so many different breakdowns. It, it's becoming very numerous. It's not like it was a few years ago when there were, you know, two or three or four areas that were watching things kind of fall apart and, and, and things become worrisome. Now it's everywhere. Now everything's doing it. There there's there's just this cracks all over. And so i I think in my mind how I my my simple little hillbilly mind, if I was to explain it, think of a big dam, right? And you have four, five, six, seven, eight cracks in it, and you have to go out there and you have to repair those cracks. Well, that's not too bad to do you can see how many there's four cracks in the dam i've got the you know whatever it is the concrete and everything i'm going to go up there i'm going to patch these cracks and then there's more and there's more and there's more and then finally one day you get out there and there's a thousand cracks and you're like oh my goodness i can't do this and the next day there's two thousand the next day there's three thousand that's kind of what it feels like there's just so much and it's not actually making it any easier to do what I'm doing. And I know it. That, that same thing transpires into you as the individual out there. It's not making your job any easier, keeping up with it and building a defense and, and your preparations against this. Because it's not like we're just preparing for one thing or two things. We're preparing for everything, everything to kind of fall apart because well, that's really what's happening. Everything is falling apart. And so it's it's making the job, my job, your job, all of our jobs much more difficult. And what we're starting to see play out is, which is something I've talked about for a long time. And I know that many of you know this. You, other, I'm not the only one that says these things, uh, although there's not that many. I mean, you can find a lot of news and and preppers channels and stuff that just talk about stuff going on and how bad it is but it's deeper it's deeper than just the world economic forum trying to do some kind of economic takeover or uh, you know global economic unity and stuff it's deeper than than uh, some kind of geopolitical conflict between china and russia and the west It's, it's bigger than that it's bigger than a than a social war between the left and the right, between traditional ideology and this woke, trans, pride, homosexual ideology. It's bigger than all that. This, my friends, and many of you know this, this is spiritual. This is deeply spiritual warfare. And when you start to view it through those lenses and you realize that that... that that, is the totality of what's going on everything you know when you see advertisers do stupid stuff and that you're you're, what in the world you 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 see things online or things on tv promoting you know all of these really deeply immoral things or flat out demonic and satanic things when you see that america is losing her strength and her prominence and the economy is collapsing and the food supply, you know, something that Americans, you know, we, we threw away forty to fifty percent of all the food that was created every year in this country. And now it's it's well, people are having a hard time just putting it on their table, let alone throwing it away. We're we're watching the mental illness and the and the psychological weakness of our society become so pervasive. We're we're watching the the spiritual Destruction of our society. We were once, and I'm not saying that we were always good, and that we were a, a quote-unquote Christian nation, but we held to true to biblical truths and a biblical godly worldview for the great, m- greater part, and and the vast majority of Americans agreed to that. They may not have been believers, you know, washed in the blood of the Lamb, believers. But they they understood that there was certain fundamental truths in our society. And that is all being thrown away. That it's it's been flipped up on its head and completely just tossed out the window. Folks, what we're watching is we're watching the destruction of of our entire society. We're we're watching the destruction of of our civilization, our culture we're watching the destruction of family we're watching the destruction of biblical truths and i'll tell you i'll give it to you as simple as i can because i could i could make a i could go into hours talking about just this thing but i'll tell you why it's happening why is it that and let me ask the question again why is it that they're trying to destroy our society our civilization Because our society, especially Western society, and and I guess when you say Western, I'm not necessarily meaning like the United States and, um, you know, Europe, and I'm talking about the Christian society, the the part of the world, because it seems like most of the attacks are on the countries that have traditionally had a a Christian, biblically-based society. Why is that? Well, it's because all of this new stuff that they're wanting to do. It's it's very demonic. It's very new age. It's very uh, it, it's the beast system. It's the beast system, it's the antichrist beast system that is talked about. And I know that sounds so far fetched for some of you. It sounds like I'm I'm going off the rails here today. But <clears throat> the reason I say that is, is because they want to whitewash and really destroy every semblance of of christianity of the bible of god of yeshua jesus they they want to they want to destroy all of that out of our society because they they themselves want to be looked upon as the savior as the god as the creator it's I'm not making that up and I'm not I'm not speaking, you know, dramatically. It, they actually have said these things, these these people from the World Economic Forum and these these global elites. And I use that word elite very loosely. This is what they want. They want to be the ones saving the planet and saving humanity. And they want to be the ones that destroys God and that, that we, we now have they, that they have created life and they have created a new world and they have created, you know all of this creation, food and technology and, and a, this blending of technology and organic matter into new species. And this is what they want to do. And the only way that they can truly do that and be looked upon, as some kind of deity is if they destroy the old one they can't have those fundamental truths bedrocked into society and then have this other thing over here that well you know you may believe and think and behave that way but really it's it's us you know just this past week it came out i saw saw a news report from a medical um, document that they have created. Now I don't even know. How- don't ask me. Don't ask me how they did this. I don't know. It's 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 way above my uh, my understanding of science. But apparently they claim this. The scientists have claimed that they have created a human embryo that they did not use a human egg or human sperm to create it. So they they have circumvented the way that you know the father in heaven, the most high established how humans are to to be created and born through a human egg from a female and a human uh, sperm from a male they have somehow created a human embryo without those two things this is what I'm talking about you know when they're injecting you with with vaccinations that are altering your DNA when they are when they're creating food bioengineered food that's that's not necessarily the same thing as GMO it, it, it is but it's not necessarily we're talking bioengineered they are they are creating things in labs that are not natural and they're putting it into your food which puts it into your body and it's such a new technology that the the question still remains is this could this potentially be altering us as individuals as we eat this and there is a growing amount of evidence indicating not proving but indicating that yeah it's it's possible it's possible that these things could affect us on a molecular level. And so the bottom line is is that's what these these people are wanting. They're wanting to destroy everything that is holy and true in our human existence so that they can replace it with this this mirror image of something that came from from the Almighty Creator. And so it's it's way deeper and it's way bigger than and all of this stuff of like, oh, you know, food supply. Oh, Biden's, you know, poo-poo pants, grandma, grandpa. And, oh, Trump did this. And oh, they arrested this person. Those are all symptoms to a sick and dying civilization. Some of them are being done on purpose as psychological operations, as distractions, or to get them to a certain point further down the road some of it is just simply the sick symptoms of a dying society but it's all just symptoms to the real greater problem and that greater problem is is that there there is an absolute overt spiritual battle being done right now in this world and i know this is so childlike simple but it's it's simply just between good and evil between the the father in heaven and and satan and his minions because they, they know that their time is limited. They know that they don't have much longer left. And so they are determined to do everything they can to take as many of us with them when they go down. That, that veil between, between this world and the spiritual world is getting thinner and thinner. And the amount of evilness that's coming across is just it's 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 shocking, it's startling, but that's the world that we live in, and that's we have to start understanding that that this isn't just you know, well, we live in a rough time and we are this is an economic you know recession or depression or collapse, or you know well, it's this now big battle we, We've got this former global world leader of the United States and now in this big battle with you know china who's trying to become the new world leader the new world order you know all these things are true but they're all just symptoms to the bigger issue and that bigger issue is is that we are watching a vast spiritual war being played out right before our eyes and we have to choose now which side of that war we're going to be on and I know for many of you, you're like, "Oh, I've already chosen that side." I know, I've known my whole life. I know. Well, let me tell you this: if that's the side, if you're choosing the side of good instead of the side of darkness, that's that's good choice. But I'm gonna warn you. That means that you are now a target. You are now out a, a, a target for darkness and for evilness and for satanic you know, spirit that is just, it's going to come attack you, and the things that those of us believers and those of us that are standing up for on God's side that we are going to have to endure over the probably coming months and years, uh, most likely, I don't really think we're talking decades or centuries away. I think we're talking within a relatively short time period. It's going to be great, and it's going to be and awe and it's going to be terrific in a bad way and that's why we have to be ready that's why every day i tell people you got to get ready mentally right i mean if you cannot handle something in a a psychological way then it doesn't matter how much you are prepared in other ways and we're living in a society with a weakened psychological foundation i mean Everyone's crazy nowadays. Uh, there's so many drugs, whether it's prescription or illegal. There's so many chemicals. There's so much just psych- psych- psychoticness that's happening online, and it's really messing with people in so many different ways. We have to be mentally, psychologically strong. We have to be physically strong, physically prepared. And I don't mean just because you can lift weights or because you can you know, run a, mile in so many you know minutes i'm talking physically strong and ready because of your your skills the the things that you have stocked up that you're not dependent upon the system you know one of the greatest and most horrible things that the american people ever allowed to happen was that we allowed ourselves to become dependent upon the government so now we don't worry about where our food comes from or, you know, if we're going to be cold or hot or, you know, anything. If we get sick, if we get injured, we don't worry about that. Because we've allowed the government and the systems that have spawned off of the government to take care of us. But the problem is, is when that all collapses, we go down with it. Or when that all tells us, would well, the only way you can have our protection and services is if you do this if you put this in your body this this shot this chip this whatever then that makes us extremely vulnerable we have to take that vulnerability away take that out of the equation and take back the responsibility for ourselves and put it in our own hands so that's that physical preparedness that's why i encourage people to be as self-sufficient as possible and then the final thing that i say all the time is the spiritual preparedness that should be obvious but it's more than just, okay, I believe in God. I, I, you know Jesus is my Savior. Yeshua is my Savior. I, I, I read the Bible. I pray. You need to be solid, absolutely solid. I, I use this as a, as a reference all the time. In fact, just the other night, we were doing a men's Bible study for our group, and I, I used it then. Uh, and please forgive me, I cannot remember the exact Scripture, chapter, and verse. But if you don't believe me, you can go look it up. It's there uh there's the the story where uh the disciples were brought a man that was demonically possessed and so they were they these people were wanting the the disciples you know yeshua's disciples to cast out this demon and so they they tried they did all the things that they were taught by you know their master yeshua and and they they did everything and it didn't work and of course they were embarrassed but they were confused they're like this doesn't make any sense i mean we we know what we're doing why isn't this working and so jesus you know yeshua comes in and he does it he he casts the the demon out and says you know be gone with you afterwards the disciples came to yeshua and said we don't understand what happened you know we we follow you every day we're around you all the time like we live together and and we're, we're doing everything you tell us to do what is it that didn't work you know it kind of sounds like uh, believers today you know well i i believe in god and i believe in jesus and i'm i'm reading my bible and i go into church and i'm praying and i'm doing everything i'm supposed to do and he said that you you need to fast and meditate on me you need to fast and meditate in the word So that you can actually do these things and so what how i have interpreted that scripture is that it's not just enough to go to church read your bible pray it's not just enough to just you know follow yeshua and say yep i'm a i'm a believer you know i'm whatever denomination you are you know i'm messianic tour observant you know baptist pentecostal methodist whatever it is yep and i'm that way you know devoutly i'm catholic whatever it is that's not enough folks that's not enough because when we're dealing with the very darkness of of that satanic world it's not enough just to be you know a, sun, a sunshine believer kind of like the sunshine soldiers it's not just enough to be that we have to be solid as a rock we have to know that that we have spent many hours praying we have spent many hours in the word we have spent many hours in that that supplication that which is you know we we're, we're, we're really seeking that, that closeness and we have done it while we're fasting there's definitely something with fasting that's that's so important there there, there uh, there's something that when we're depriving the physical that it, it brings us closer to the spiritual i don't know all the details and can't fully explain it but there is something there but the point is is that i mean these guys were following jesus like they they were they were right there with him Every day of their life, they physically contact, you know, touch him, see him, listen to his direct words. They gave up their lives to follow him, and yet they still couldn't do it. And so what that tells me is, is that our spiritual preparedness needs to, I mean, I don't care, and I am preaching to myself right now, trust me. I don't care how strong you think it is, it's not enough. Because once those, that, veil, that, that, that veil between this world and the spiritual world is kind of broken down, uh, the things that we're going to see are, uh, we just can't even imagine. I mean, I don't know how many of you picked up the book of Revelation lately and started reading that. And I'm not saying that we will experience all of that. But we will most certainly experience tough, hard times. Yeshua himself told us we would and we have to be solid in that way. And I mean ready for the tough times that are ahead of us because I think that those tough times are not that far ahead of us. And even if, even if we're not into the you know, biblical apocalypse tough tough time period, we're we're definitely going into a a societal collapse time period. And so, either one of them we have to be we have to have our a game on folks, and so that's that's why I push this all the time and and for years my my message really has not changed at all um see here we've we've blown half of the show away, and I'm not even get to where I was gonna talk about, but that's fine because sometimes uh sometimes the father has a different direction for us um you know. We have all these things we have to prepare for, but something that a lot of people forget about is your personal hygiene. and you'll you want to keep clean and not even for your, not just for your long-term preps, but you want to keep clean now. And I'm telling you, you know we don't want to be using all these chemicals. The, the, the stuff that you're buying at the store, the 99 percent of it, even stuff that they claim is natural and you know organic and, all, a lot of that's just horrible for you not to mention you're giving your money to these big corporations that's just they're just they're they're not helping you out okay that's about the nicest way i could put it they're not helping you out so what you need to do is go to a very good friend of ours uh, in fact she's my one of my wife's best friends she runs a website called grafted in grace grafted in grace creations that's all one word grafted in grace she makes hand makes natural soaps, um, salves, serums, all kinds of stuff. And this is the stuff that we use. I mean, her soap is what I take a shower with. So you know, I mean, it it it's not too many people are, you know, put off by my odor. So I, I, apparently, it must be pretty decent stuff. Right now, if you go there and you use the promo code TPH for the Prepared Homestead TPH. You'll get 10% off your order at graftedingracecreations.com. Uh, you're, you're, you're getting an excellent product. You're getting a natural product, but you're also helping out um, believers and, and, and good people as opposed to taking these, these evil reptile whatever kind of people and making them bigger billionaires. So graftedingracecreations.com. Speaking of just, you know, we got to get healthy, and I I mentioned it in my <clears throat> my twenty some minute uh, you know mantra there before the the this last little break. Our food is important. We all know that, and we know that that's one of their main attacks on us right now is our food. That that's really where a, a lot of this is focused, and it's not just it, what it used to be. What it used to be, it was just. We're going to put all these chemicals in their food because it's cheap and because, well, it's going to either get them addicted to this product or dumb them down or, you know, make them more submissive, that kind of stuff. That's been happening for a few decades now. There are hundreds, hundreds of chemicals that are put into the foods of Americans that are not allowed in other countries. I mean, you have to ask yourself, why? Why is that? Why is it that they, you know, this stuff is allowed here but not in other countries? It's because they, they want to control us. They know that America has had the the opportunity, because we have been in the past, to be that, that beacon on a hillside. And so they have to get us under control. I mean, we have the guns, we have that rugged individual spirit. Um, that kind of natural rebellious spirit, you don't find that in China. You don't find that in most of Europe. You don't find that in Russia. You know, you don't find that in those places. It's, it's very unique to America. And so that's why I believe that there has been a much bigger effort to control Americans because it was harder to control us. You know, we're, we're like the uh, Americans, were kind of like the, the wild Mustangs, you know. It takes more effort you know, to, to control and to corral a wild Mustang. You can go out here and you can find you a 20-year-old, you know, quarter horse that's been broken in for all of its life and that is very calm and very obedient and, uh, you know, knows its job, whether it's pulling something or uh, riding a trail, whatever it is, it knows its job. And if if it's been trained properly, you don't really even need to keep it in a corral. I mean, you know, it's safer, but if you just let it run loose in your yard, it's, it's you know, it's not going to wander off. It's going to come back to its, you know, stable, all that kind of stuff. That's been the rest of the world for the most part, especially the modern world. They're very subservient to their masters. It's because most of the rest of the world grew up for many, many, many generations viewing the heads of state as also godlike, and some of them, in fact, did view them as gods, but were very godlike, that, you know, you did not disrespect or disobey the king or the emperor, whereas Americans grew up as like, listen, we'll give you a shot for a few years, and if we don't like you, we're kicking your hind end out of there, and we're not, not, you know, you're a servant of the people. We're not going to act like you're kind of some kind of deity or anything or some kind of great person and if we don't like you you're out and we'll get someone else to replace you and so americans have been kind of like that wild mustang so it's taking more effort to corral and contain and tame down that wild mustang than it is the you know 20 plus year old horse that knows its job you know it's getting old it knows what it's supposed to do. It it it's it it's been around forever. It's used to being controlled. It's used to being under someone's power, and you know it's not going to resist. It's not going to fight back. It's because it's too much work. That it just wants to have a good life and get some some treats now and then, and so that's the rest of the world versus the United States. So that's why we've seen such a bigger effort to dumb us down and to make us sick and to really control the psychological control, the, 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 the health, the, the physical manipulation control. And so we've been seeing this for decades now of all this food, the chemicals, the unhealthy, the seed oils and the, the you know, petrochemicals being put into our foods that are just ridiculous you know, some of these things that are in there, you know, some of them, they they can, they come up with some justification. Oh, well, we need it for a preservative, blah, blah, blah. But there's certain things that's being put in the food. It's like, there is no real good reason to put it there. None. It, It doesn't improve the food quality at all. But now things have changed. It's not just about, you know, putting these chemicals in foods that aren't healthy, that make us fat, that, you know, uh, cause medical problems. I saw something the other day, the, the, the amount of cancer. I think cancer under for people under like 30 has gone up like 79, 80%. And I'm sure a lot of that has to do with the vaccine. But it, it's also just, you know, people are so much more unhealthy because of the garbage that they're eating. But it's getting much worse. Because now it's not just these chemicals they're putting in it. The food itself is bioengineered. It is bioengineered food. And that that's as it, bad as these other chemicals that certainly aren't food products. It's just chemicals they're putting in it. The bioengineered food, it's not even food at all. It's not anything natural. It, it's not even it's not food and it's not natural. It can't be find, found anywhere in nature is what we're saying. At least these chemicals that they're putting in food, they may not be food necessarily or for human consumption, but you can go out and at least find them in nature. This bioengineered food, it's something that can't even be found in nature. I mean, that's how bad it is. They're, they're in there splicing bacteria DNA and viral DNA and RNA and human and fish and bird and reptiles and all this kind of stuff, and they're splicing it together and they're creating something completely different. And if you don't believe me, just look up the definition of bioengineered food. I mean, that's exactly what it means. I mean, here's the here's the definition of bioengineered. The definition and this is the this isn't like a dictionary dec- definition. This is the like the FDA, the, you know, their USDA, their their definition. Foods that contain detectable genetic material so if it's labeled as bioengineered, which so many foods now are, I mean you, next, if you better start doing this. you go to the grocery store and you're buying stuff, you better be looking at the label to see if it says bioengineered. There's sometimes there's a little stamp. there's there's all different ways, but make sure you read it carefully says foods that contain detectable genetic material that has been modified through certain lab techniques and cannot be created through conventional that cannot be created through conventional breeding or are found in nature that's what bioengineered and so when you see that on your label that just means that they (laughs) that that it's detectable remember it says detectable detectable materials so if it's if it's not detectable, then it's not going to have that. It could, still could have bioengineered, but that it's not detectable. Genetically modified organisms, the definition for that is living organisms whose genetic material has been artificially manipulated in a laboratory through genetic engineering, creating combinations of plant, animal, bacteria, and virus genes that do not occur in nature or through traditional crossbreeding methods. Products of new genetic engineering techniques, in example, CRISPR, Talon, RNA, interference, ODM, and gene drives are also in GMOs. So now this is the kind of stuff that we're dealing with now. This this isn't, you know, well, that they, they put this they put too much corn syrup in my you know, and it, it's not good for my heart and it's making me fat. That's true. But it's not just that anymore. They are they are taking what in my opinion is, is absolute abominations. They're taking these, uh, creating these abominations by taking viruses and bacteria and various animals that you don't even know what they are. Could be, you know, reptiles, could be pig, could be all this kind of stuff. Maybe even be human, which is even worse. That's an abomination to eat humans. And they're putting it all together and they're creating something totally new. You know, we've probably all of you have seen the videos of the chicken and the beef and the eggs, all these things that they're, they're not. They look at least from a distance, you know, from a distance. They look real, but they're not. They're able to print this stuff out now. They're, they're this machine. It puts it in. There, they're actually able to print you a steak. They're a, they're able to take the DNA um, from anything and actually grow a steak for you. Now, this is going to sound, this is disgusting. It doesn't sound, it is disgusting, but I'm going to say it because it's true. There are companies now that you can send them your own DNA, a sample of your DNA. You can send them a sample of your wife or your husband's DNA or anyone else. If you have, a, can get a sample, you can send them this and they will grow you a steak, an edible, quote unquote, edible steak, of them, and they say that this, you know, if you, if you, you know, were starving, you had to eat your husband. Well, this is what he would taste like, and so you can actually eat a steak made from your the DNA of your husband or your wife or whatever. You could also do it from your dog. You can buy uh, burgers that are lion burgers. They're not real lion. They've taken DNA of a lion and they've grown. You can buy, you know. Um, uh you can buy mastodon burgers it's not mastodon burgers from an actual mastodon they've taken the dna or woolly mammoth or something like that and they've grown it this is real and th- this isn't even new stuff that like what i just told you that's from two or three years ago who knows how how much more advanced because technology advancing is advancing so rapidly but that's the stuff that they're doing now or, or we're doing then what, what in the world are they doing now? There's chicken right now. The USDA has approved chicken, completely lab-grown chicken. We're not talking that fake vegan stuff where it's it's just a a recipe of ingredients, usually not very healthy ingredients. But nevertheless, it's a recipe. It's a mix. You know, it's like making a cake. You know, you mix it all together, and the the machines squirts out little chicken nuggets and you know it adds flavor in and you eat them and if you close your eyes and stuff they're like oh, this is almost like a chicken nugget um my wife actually made some once just to she got a recipe and it was just kind of playing around we don't eat them or anything but it was just kind of playing around she's like i'm gonna try this just out of curiosity and it was kind of a healthy version and it was amazing she made these little things and she kind of you know like fried them and i they really did taste like chicken nuggets for the most part, um, that's been what, what we've had before. This is different. This is not you know a cake recipe that tastes like chicken. This is where they're actually growing chicken in a lab that's not human, it's not chicken, it's not anything. It's just all these different things. It could be plant DNA, human DNA, it could be chicken DNA, it could be snake DNA, it could be all, all of these other chemicals, and they're growing in a the lab. They're now selling that. Like you can you can eat that now in America. You can buy it and eat it. There's restaurants that are using it. This is the kind of stuff that they're doing. There, there. I uh, talked to this has been a few weeks ago, and I can't give the guy's name, so please don't ask because I didn't get permission and everything. But I talked to a guy that's a cattle rancher down in Texas, and uh, a lot of the good guys. And I'm not saying that they're all that. There's a bunch of bad, but the the good guys down in Texas that are standing up against this kind of stuff they're not the big corporate ranchers is what i'm saying you know uh, in, in any farming now it's it's so dominated by the big corporations these are independent beef ranchers and they're really frustrated because they want to produce like you know most of these guys if you've ever met them uh most of these beef ranchers they're passionate about it it's not just a job for them you know they're not just the used car salesman or the mechanic or you know the painter they're passionate Like they true and they're they're correct in this, but they really understand that they are doing a service to this country because they're producing something that's really very valuable, you know, meat so that we can eat to make us healthy. And they're very upset that the big corporations and the big government has gotten involved and there's you know, they're not producing that good quality anymore. And he flat out told me, he says, I can't necessarily prove it to you. He says, but I know for a fact that a lot of the beef being sold in the United States today in grocery stores, in fact, does have mRNA vaccines in it. I don't know how much, he said. He said, I don't know exactly where and all this. He says, but I know that it exists. And so they're trying to, you know, they're, they're, he's, they've are they're formed a type of association, you know, beef cattle association down there. And they're they're, you know, Avoiding that and they're selling their products independently and you know processing them independently all that kind of stuff and that's they're not the only ones they're, that's happening all over the country I just happened to talk to some the point that I was getting to though is that this stuff it exists you know this this lab created stuff this MRNA technology the 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 nano little bots and stuff that that they're putting into stuff it's getting into our food supply already not in the future already in vegetables uh look it up there's all kinds of um, uh, patents and stuff on mrna technology and nanobots in vegetables there's there's studies on the dispersion of vaccines through the population by just putting in our food you know DNA in the, you know, the, the, the GMO vegetables that are producing the the vaccine. And then you eat the, the vegetables and now you're vaccinated and you don't even know it. This is happening. And so for those of us that for the last few years are like, I'm not taking that stuff. I'm not taking that mark. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. What if you're doing it and you don't even know it? What if you're doing it and you're eating it and you don't even know it? You're, you're taking in that stuff. I'm not saying you are. But it's something that we need to be thinking about and talking about and figuring out solutions to it. The best solution that I can come up with is just to produce your own food. I understand that that's not realistic for everyone. I get it. But by far, that is the best solution. The best solution is that hopefully you have you know some land and a little bit of money, and you're just producing your own food you're producing your own cattle or you're you know you've got a big garden out you got chickens now there's a downside to that you can't produce everything that you are used to in your normal diets things are grown seasonally things are imported from other countries that don't even grow here so you have to adjust your diet you have to realize that you're not going to have fresh vegetables all year long you know in the winter time you can eat your canned food in the summertime you're eating fresh you know so you have to understand that the, there there are changes cyclical changes that used to be normal in the american diet and it hasn't been for you know almost a century now because of you know mass gr- big grocery stores and you know global trade and all that kind of stuff but we, we we need to get back to that we need to be able to produce our own food or at least as much as we can we also need to learn how to preserve our own food we need to learn how to how to do that and then we also need to work out, we need to work out relationships with people around us that are also doing that. Maybe, maybe you can't produce beef. Maybe you've got three or four acres. That's not enough to produce beef on. Um, it's enough to put out a good garden and maybe have some chickens and maybe even a few goats here and there or something or sheep or some small breeds. Um, but you can't produce beef. But maybe there's a guy down the road. And he's not really like a big beef rancher but you know he runs 20 30 40 head of cattle maybe you need to work out a deal with him that you buy one of his cows his heifers or his steers when they get to be the time to butcher and he sends it off to a local processor and you go pick up your beef and you know this guy you know him personally you know that he absolutely refuses to put any of this junk into his cattle so you know that it's good and clean and you're using a local processor that you can talk to firsthand and you can get to know them you know there's a couple of different well there's more than a couple that there's a few different ones around here one of them uh they're mennonite and i've talked to them and they are absolutely against any kind of you know vaccines and all that kind of stuff so you know they're not doing anything when they're processing it i know that because i've talked to them and the people that we buy our beef from i know them personally And I know that they're not putting it in their cattle. And so that's for right now, that's the best way around it is to produce your own as much as you possibly can. And then you gotta, you gotta work with people around you because most people can't produce everything, everything, um, and do a lot of other stuff. Now that's where community comes in. If you have a community, now the community can do that. If you, if you had, you know, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten families working together, then they could probably produce enough food, you, even if we weren't all on the same land, even if you were, you know, broken up on different properties, but close enough that you could work together. And that's the kind of stuff that, that we can do. I'm going to take a quick break here and get right back to uh, the show. am going to hear from a, another very, very close friend. Of ours, you know. The, if you've noticed anything on these podcasts, um, all the, the the companies that I am mentioning, I am I am mostly doing this for them. I, I I'll call them and say, "Hey, I want to I want to promote your business." These are all personal friends of ours, and you know, I I want to y- take the opportunity of, of the my platform and promote my friends uh, my friends' businesses, and that's what this one here. Uh, go ahead and listen to this ad. This is from our very dear friend. She is one of the sweetest human beings on this planet. I'm dead serious. This lady you're going to hear, she's a sweet lady. She's a Filipino. We just absolutely love her. Uh, she is one of the sweetest people on the planet.
1: Would you like to become the healer of your home and your community without the need for pharmaceutical drugs with harmful side effects, hospitals, doctors, or even dentists? Are you interested in becoming a nutritionist, health coach, an herbalist, or a naturopath? Are you ready to get a deep and comprehensive picture of holistic health and healing and learn from the top healers in our day? You can become more knowledgeable about holistic health and healing than most medical doctors without having to spend years on an expensive medical degree. I'm Mayim, a naturopathic herbalist, and I can show you how to become a confident, effective, holistic healer and build a profitable online health coaching business just like I did. Just sign up for my free mini course on the eight secrets to become a holistic healer at www.aruka.com slash free. That's A-R-U-K-A-H.com slash free.
0: All right. You can go to her website, aruka.com and you can sign up for a lot of different things. If you want to learn to be kind of a, the, the, the health, uh, you know, herbalist in your home, you can go to aruka.com and she can help you with that. You know, as, as we're finishing up today, we have to be serious about this. These topics are kind of terrifying when we think about it. When we think about how much we don't want to get a vaccine, how much we, we don't want to do this, we don't want to mark, we don't want this chemicals and stuff. But yet, when we start to realize that this stuff is already being put into our food without our knowledge, we, without our control, and it's just going to get worse, it's not getting any better... It's going to get to the point that we won't know if our food is completely genetically modified. Already, they can put genetic, uh, 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 bioengineered organisms in your food at the store, and they don't have to necessarily label it. A lot of it says but contains bioengineered food, but they can put a little QR code on it. And as long as that QR code and you you click it with your phone and it sends you to a website, it says, oh, this food you just bought has genetically you know, bioengineered food. Or they can put a phone number on it. And you just call that number and you wait for 20 minutes to get to someone that's probably from India that tells you, oh, yeah, that food is bioengineered. They won't tell you what is in it, what ingredient it is, but they'll just tell you it's bioengineered. So they're making it difficult for you to find out if it's bioengineered. And so if we're not doing our due diligence, we're, we're going to be eating this kind of stuff. Probably most of us have already, and we don't even know it. And so we have to stop this. We're, we can't continue to allow this corruption in this evil world to c- get us unhealthy or make us even more unhealthy. We, we, have to, we have to be physically prepared for this. And the only way we can do that health-wise is to quit eating their garbage, and so we have to start producing our own food and if you can't if you absolutely can't or you're just not able to produce as much or you're just not producing as much as you need to be you're trying but you're not yet then you need to be finding the right people going to farmers markets talking to them and talking to just farmers and stuff uh, one of the places i always tell people if you have amish and mennonite especially like the more traditional old order uh, in your area go directly to them i have i've done this many many times and I've yet to find any of them that just flat out turn you down. If there's like little general stores or something, a lot of these communities have their own little, little general stores. Go to them and talk to them and say, hey, do you know anyone around here does, you know, has big gardens that they would sell, you know, their stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah, so-and-so. You go down here and you turn there and, you, and that's their house. And I've done that before. And, you know, I'd leave with like a trunk full of vegetables. Uh, same thing with chickens i've done that before and you know anyone that sells chickens in their in your community oh yeah yeah so and so down there you can buy them live a lot of times you can buy them butchered already it's not that hard to butcher your own chickens people you need to learn uh it, you can do that so it, amish and mennonite communities are great for that but it, it doesn't even just have to be them there's other people if you you drive by and you see someone that's they got a bunch of chickens you know or they're a farmer and they got a bunch of chickens i mean you know, knock on their door and say, hey, you know, do you do you sell these? Just spend some time, uh, you know, a Sunday afternoon driving around out in the country uh, where a lot of places are like that. A lot of people just have signs in their yard, you know, selling eggs, selling chickens, selling vegetables, have a little table. And, and not just stop and buy it, but stop and talk to them, get to know them, build a relationship with them because we're going to have to do this or eventually all of our preparations could become in vain if we've got all of this garbage in our body and it's making us unhealthy and who knows what it's doing to us on a molecular level altering our dna and then we get into the question of what is it doing to us spiritually i mean there's already question and 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 speculation that some of the by altering our genes that that means that they actually have a patent on us That they actually would own us so if they have altered our genes our dna structure then now that they patent that particular dna structure now that means that they have a patent on you but then what about the spiritual i firmly believe that that our dna it is that life that god breathed into us is that he that's that's part of that where it talks about us made in his image i believe it's the dna more than it is the physical i mean it can be both but i believe it's the dna and if, so, if they're in there altering our DNA, then there's a huge spiritual question there, and and that's something that we don't want to get into, and we don't want to, we don't want to have that problem, and so we have to be become very very aware of what we're putting on our body. This isn't 1980 anymore, where well, you don't even think about it. You just go to the store and you buy food and you eat it, and no one ever looks at the label. We can't be that way anymore. These people are demonic. They are corrupt. They are determined to destroy you and I. I mean, that's just, that's just the truth. They are determined to destroy us. They're determined to take us with them when they go to that lake of fire. They're, they want to take as many of his saints, many of, of God's children with them when they go. And if it takes putting it in your food this way, then they'll do it they want to eradicate everything godly everything biblical all traditional values they want to destroy the family because the family i mean the family is the, the bedrock of a civilization if you don't have healthy families mentally physically and spiritually healthy families then you can't have a civilization so if they destroy the families then in then since they are destroying the civilization so they have to do all this that's what a reset means a reset isn't just improving something a reset is going in and turning it off and then turning it back on. A reset is delete, you know, star dot co- star and enter. That's what, that's what a reset is. It's deleting it. It's bringing it down to zero so that it can be rebuilt. That's what they're trying to do. And they want their rebuilding of it to not be based on anything biblical, not to be based on anything God-centered, uh, family-centered, tradition-centered. They want something completely different and the only way that you and i can avoid it is to 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 quit being dependent upon them stop being tethered like an um, with an umbilical cord to these systems we have to be as communities as tribes as clans whatever we want to call ourselves you know mags uh, we've got to be developing our own independent alternative systems they're not going to be perfect they're not going to be as good because we don't have the money and the resources and all that but can you develop your own food system within your community yes Can you develop your own communication system in your community yes can you develop your own medical system within your community yes you can do these things you just have to try you have to put the effort into it and find others that are like you that is so 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 important folks We have to be banding together with others, other like-minded individuals, whether it's our political ideologies or social ideologies, and most especially finding others that are like us spiritually so that we can form these groups, we can come together, and that we can get ready because the times are getting worse, and it's coming at us, and it's coming at us like a freight train, folks. You need to be getting your houses in order. I want to thank you all for listening today. You can go to, uh, again, you can go to my YouTube channel, The Prepared Homestead, if you want to find out more about me. Uh, We uh, post a lot of extra stuff over on Locals.com. You can go to thepreparedhomestead.locals.com, sign up there for a membership. And then we also have our own free speech social media network. That's right. It's kind of like a Facebook, but we own it. It's free speech. You can go to tphnetwork.com, tphnetwork.com. And that's a completely free site. It's similar to like a Facebook, but it's all for our... There's like 8,000 people over there. And you can get in there and you can make your own separate groups and post things and meet other people and find stuff. And people are posting uh, events in their area so you can find stuff going on. That's tphnetwork.com. We are leaving the show here from another buddy of mine. This is Ian Michaels. You can go to ianmichaelsmusic.com. Uh, or you can search for him on YouTube, Ian Michaels uh, and he writes this stuff he produces it, composes it, everything this here is Song from the Desert folks, thank you all for listening and we'll catch you in the next podcast
2: I've been touched by the great creator to keep this fear